Welcome to JAG Talk, a podcast series featuring Navy JAG community experts. Listen to in-depth discussions about different legal fields and hear insights and lessons learned from practitioners across our enterprise. Chapter 28, an FTJA's experience underway. This is the Professional Development Officer at Wilson Midland, Lieutenant Commander Romeo, and I'm here today with uh, Lieutenant Melly Rodriguez, and we're talking about her recent experience uh, participating in the Southern Seas mission. Um, she deployed, and uh, we're here to talk about her roles and what she got to do um, in the deployment. So, uh, Lieutenant Rodriguez, can you tell me a little bit about what your role was uh, participating in Southern Seas? Sure, so I was the Staff Judge Advocate for Task Force 4-8. Um, that was embarked on the USS Gunston Hall, it's an LSD, and we were tasked with executing Southern Seas 2018. Okay, and Southern Seas, um, I I did not memorize this, so I'm just going to read it so I don't mess this up, but it's an annual collaborative deployment in the U.S. Southcom AOR where a task group deploys to conduct a variety of exercises and build and maintain regional relationships with countries throughout the region through joint multinational and interagency exchanges and cooperation mouthful but uh, can you kind of break that down for us and, and talk about you know what your role is and, and your responsibilities yeah sure so um, you know pretty much the um, the mission was centered around enhancing international partnerships and just building on the relationships we have with Central and South American um, navies and other um, military organizations and just enhancing interoperability conducting exercises and just overall strengthening um, our relationships uh, in the Southcom AOR. And now, how did you get this opportunity? Um, you are a first tour judge advocate here at the RILSO. Um, you were serving as a trial counsel, and the next thing you know, you're off uh, participating in this uh, major exercise. How did you come about the opportunity? Uh, yeah, so it, um, it all kind of happened really fast. Uh, like you mentioned, I'm a first tour here at RILSO Midland, and um, I was in the trial department at the time, uh, the opportunity arose and my understanding is that uh, 4th Fleet had reached up to Fleet Forces um, asking for a lieutenant to deploy, um, you know, to support Southern Seas and Fleet Forces being just down the street from Rolson Midland uh, tapped the command and asked for nomination. So I raised my hand and I was nominated by Rolson Midland to go. And uh, before I knew it, I was uh, in Mayport embarking on the Gunston Hall in uh, June of 2018. And then how long were you deployed? I was gone for about three months. And uh, during that time, obviously there was, you know, different areas that you got to, uh, you got to go to. So what are some of those places? Uh, yeah, so we got to go to, um, to Guantanamo Bay. We went to Honduras, Trinidad and Tobago and um, Belize, and then also Cartagena, Colombia. And then uh, during this time, I'm sure you dealt with a ton of legal issues. Is there you know, something in particular? I know you covered some international law. Um, anything in particular that you can talk about and, and your experiences as a junior judge advocate? Sure, so I touched on a, a little bit of um, everything when it came to basic SJA work, um, of course, some ethics. Um, and then I did get to touch some international law. Uh, there was one uh, point where I was uh, tasked with training the watchstanders of the ship on transit passage because um, we were getting ready to transit through the Boca del Dragon or the Mouth of the Dragon International Strait um, in order to get to Port of Spain, Trinidad. 
So uh, obviously you have um, another skill here that was probably pretty valuable uh, during this deployment, and that is your bilingual, which yes. uh, you just um, displayed there. So uh, <laughs> talk to me a little bit about how uh, that came into play, if it did at all. Yeah, it definitely did. Um, so, you know, I was able to, um, you know, of course, advise the Commodore throughout the entire mission. But while we were doing port visits and meeting with other navies, while we primarily spoke English, there were moments where I, you know, translated for the Commodore um, and also just, you know, I think helped facilitate um, and support our mission, which was to enhance our partnerships and show them that, you know, our Navy is diverse and not just, um, you know, we don't just speak English. We also can speak their language too, which I think they, um, they really valued. And do you have any advice for, uh, you know, future judge advocates that uh, may get to participate in this particular exercise or maybe um, any other type of uh, underway opportunity? Definitely. So um, first I would say, you know, if you are deployed on a ship, never trust that um, the internet will always be working or that any files you have um, on your computer will be there. Um, I brought with me an SJA resource disk that worked for about the first month, and then unfortunately the CD um, was corrupted. There was also, you know, we had to um, finagle with the ship's comms a little bit and just entire um, IT system. But um, luckily someone gave me the advice to, you know, bring hard copies of materials with me. Sometimes you might want to find an unclassified resource on the website, but the ship internet is not very good at that moment. Um, so I had binders with me with hard copy references. I definitely recommend doing that. And then I always, um, you know, I recommend reach back out to um, your ISIC JAG or JAGs for support. There were quite a few moments where, um, you know, I was out at sea and, um, you know, I, I thought I had a good idea of what the answer was, but I wanted a sanity check or maybe I, I just didn't know uh, where to even start looking for the answers. So I made sure to reach back out to the fourth fleet JAGs. They were my ISIC JAGs and they were fantastic. They always provided support. So uh, don't be afraid to ask for help. So uh, obviously no particular training, um, you know, given for this type of, of deployment or underway opportunity. And uh, that really, you know, kind of caught you off guard, I think, in one moment. And I hate to embarrass you, um, <laughs> but this is the fun in getting to do this when I'm on this side is not tell my own embarrassing uh, stories from deploying when I was only 11 months in the Navy. But uh, I know that you had a little bit of an issue uh, with some, some terminology. Uh, talk to me a little bit about uh, your, we'll call it your kneeboard story. Oh, so, God. so what happened there? Yeah, so uh, definitely my most embarrassing moment on deployment, which I, I had a few as far as, you know, knowing uh, things about the Navy. But um, there's one moment in particular, and I'll just, um, you know, provide the background that as you know, a lieutenant. Um, I've been in for about two years now in the Navy, um, finishing up my first tour here at Rosa Midland. But, you know, in the JAG Corps, we recognize that lieutenants could, you know, have either, you know, they could be a year in or they could be a couple years in. But out in the fleet, um, you know, most people look at, uh, you know, the lieutenant rank and think that they have at least six years of experience in. And so I'm on the ship and I got an email from uh, one of the fourth fleet JAGs and she mentioned she was going to send me a knee board for the upcoming UNITAS exercise that we participated in um, and I was a little worried because we were scheduled to go underway the next day 
but obviously I couldn't tell her that we were set to, you know, leave in the morning at that time uh, for operational security reasons. And so it's late at night and she sends me this email that she needs to give me a knee board. And I'm just thinking to myself, well, there's no time. She's not going to be able to give me this knee board. Um, I don't know what to tell her because I literally thought she was going to hand me like a physical board where I was going to then sit on the floor and rest my knees on because I just envisioned myself during this exercise writing exercise ROE on like a whiteboard or something at all hours of the day and night and so just like I don't know if she's going to give this to me in time and, and then you did figure out though at some point what this <laughs> is and I know that there's got to be somebody out there listening who's thinking knee board I don't know what that is I wish <laughs> that Lieutenant Rodriguez would just say it already oh, what God. what is a knee board yep so then like an hour later she emails me this document she's like knee board attached and it was a document basically a cheat sheet for you know the ROE um, that we were going to use in the exercise and then it, it all made sense and I was very embarrassed so not something to kneel on something to rely on just in a very different way yep. um, everybody has those moments uh, don't be embarrassed but now the greater JAG Corps uh, gets to hear <laughs> about it on the podcast so yep. um, thank you for sharing that <laughs> is there any other advice um, or information you'd want someone to know uh, you know getting pl- ready to, to participate in one of these or thinking about maybe raising their hand I think everyone should, you know, if the opportunity pops up and, you know, you are available to um, raise your hand for that and support the mission, I think you should, you know, it might seem a little intimidating. Maybe you've never been on a ship. Maybe the idea of being deployed at sea for um, a couple months seems very scary, but I think that you, if you do go outside of your comfort zone and you raise your hand for an opportunity like that, you will grow significantly. You'll learn so much. You'll have the time of your life. Um, you know, you, if you are an SJA, you'll be tasked with advising um, someone who is likely very senior to you, and that could be intimidating sometimes, but you know, you'll work hard and you'll get comfortable and You'll also never see a sunset as beautiful as you do on a ship. And that sounds really corny, but that was my favorite part of deployment. Well, uh, Lieutenant Rodriguez, thank you so much for you know taking the time to talk with me and also sharing your story. <laughs> um, and uh, I'd love to get to chat with you again, but you are leaving to go to uh, Diego Garcia in the very near future. And I don't think they're going to send me out there to do any more podcasts. <laughs> but if you make the request, I'll certainly route it. I'll so. see what I can do. <laughs> All right, thanks. You have been listening to JAG Talk a podcast series featuring Navy JAG community experts. Visit jag.navy.mil for additional chapters of this podcast series. Thank you for tuning in.